1420 WBSM with Brian. Brian's Beat, the weekend edition. Our review of the biggest things covered this week on WBSM.com. Right here on the South Coast, across America, and all around the world. Here's the host of Brian's Beat, Brian Thomas, on 1420 WBSM. I want my maple and I want my internet back. Oh. Uh, very good morning. Uh, another Saturday. What is this, our third one in a row where we haven't had any of that inclement weather? I'm happy for it. Uh, welcome to Brian's Beat. If this is your first go around, this is the only show born at the apex of freedom, entrepreneurship, and nomadism. The Bruins and Celtics, they must have had too much turkey on Thursday because they looked pretty lethargic out there on the uh, on the arena and on the basketball court. They, they both lost yesterday. The Bruins, they have a chance to change things around this afternoon. I think they're playing in New York. Maybe they can use the plane that they go down to New York on, bring it back to uh, tonight so the... Patriots can take it down to New York for their game at the Meadowlands on Sunday. And speaking of Sunday, that's when the the Celtics will play again. What else is happening? Well, the swap meet continues between Hamas and Israel. Congratulations need to go out right now to the Fairhaven High School football team. They beat Dartmouth on Thanksgiving morning. Not that it wasn't expected, but at the same time, Dartmouth had a great team, and both teams only had one loss going into that game. So congratulations to Fairhaven. They are on to the Super Bowl. Was Black Friday as profitable for the small businesses as it was for Amazon? The survey says migrants should benefit from taxpayer-supported shelters. The feasibility of offering abortions at UMass and the abortion toolkit. We can talk about that today, too. Jim brings us the holiday cheer on Town Square Sunday. As you know, Adam has the Bad Bass updates, the Bitcoin biz barometer next half hour. But right now, let's get into the program. 508-996-0500. All the fun stuff that I would talk about, about what today is. I got it, but I don't have it, if you know what I mean. I just can't punch it up. Sorry, but that's okay. Because there is you and there is me. Today is... The 329th day of the year. What does that really mean? (laughs) It means 31 days, including today, until Christmas. Christmas is one month away from today. Today is the 25th of November. 25th of November. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I, I certainly did. Problem is, maybe it's like this with you. 
you you think that as a as as you grow older you you know how to moderate what it is that you eat no your your stomach tells you when it's time to moderate and i'm telling you that turkey just looks so so big and it tastes so good that you want seconds you want thirds you want fourths in my younger day that was no problem this year only one helping First time, and I I can't tell you when, that I only had one helping of turkey. I did break down and have have some stuffing. Green bean casserole. Everything was, mm. And I hope it was for you. So, did anybody... Did anybody watch the pro football game yesterday? New York Jets hosting the Miami Dolphins. The game in and of itself was not that exciting. I think the biggest excitement in that game was when the Jets finally scored a touchdown. Even even the, the Jets fans were giving that mock cheer. It was unbelievable. But... The fascinating thing about that Friday afternoon football game was the fact that it was an Amazon broadcast. Now, Amazon has been doing football now. This is their second second year. They usually do the Thursday night games. It is my understanding, and this understanding comes from my youngest son, that Amazon spent $100 million for the broadcasting rights to that football game yesterday. Woman friend said, I can't believe $100 million. Where, where, you know, and, you know, she gets into this. Where are we going with this so much money? I turned around and I said to her, Amazon's not spending $100 million unless they're sure that they're going to be able to make two times, three times, four times, maybe even more than that with the advertisements. Did you notice what what Amazon was doing? If, if you didn't see this, I, it, I believe that this is going to be the future of not only NFL games, but of sporting events on television. What Amazon did is they would run commercials. They would throw in these QR codes. So you could just sit back in your in your nice easy chair. If there was something you wanted to buy, you could just take your phone out, do the QR code, voila, bang, boom, you bought it. Now, you might be saying, well, it's not unusual to do that with the QR code. It is during a football game. Now you know why Amazon spent $100 million. I think during the ABC News, the uh, presenter had mentioned that Black Friday sales were slow at the stores. But online sales, when all is said and done, could be up to nine and a half 
billion dollars. Just yesterday, nine and a half billion bucks. That is unbelievable. Nine and a half billion. I I don't know. I drove by the mall a couple of times yesterday. I didn't really look into the mall parking lot. Normally that's what I'm I'm at apt to do on a on 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 Black Friday if I'm out. I was heading to uh, the other son's place because we had some things we were going to do and we watched a little bit of the Bruins game and then turned over to the football game. But when I started coming back, it was dark and I was paying a little bit more attention to the road and I'm sure that there are other motorists that were glad that I was doing that. But in doing that, I did not look over to see how many cars were still at the Dartmouth Mall. I get the impression that not as many people are going out to shop anymore. I get the feeling that this holiday season, it, it, it might be robust for people that shop online and I'm going to raise my hand because I will probably do that type of online shopping and maybe a couple of gift cards. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm kind of hooked into it. I, I'm kind of hooked into it. And that doesn't spell good news for the mom and pops. T- today is Small Business Saturday. The Black Friday sales are still going on. Oh, let me take you back to, to Amazon for just a sec. Now, you know you could use the QR code. This is something that yeah I knew would happen. It, it certainly happens online. You may, you, you've probably noticed this where, when you are maybe on YouTube or Google. An advertisement pops up. And it just happens to be something that you were looking for. Maybe you're planning a trip. Maybe you're looking to buy some type of good over at Lowe's or or Home Depot. And voila, you're thinking to yourself, how did they know what I was thinking? Well, yesterday, Amazon did the same thing with a lot of their ads. They were taking your profile... And they were putting out ads suited to you. Here's a, here's a for instance for you. Let's say you're thinking about Nike sneakers. Okay. Now, you might want Nike running shoes. Your next door neighbor who is also watching the game at home wants Nike good looking shoes. And the person three miles away also walking, uh, watching the game wants Nike basketball shoes. You will each get your own Nike ad. Isn't that something? I mean, you know, here's the sad reality. They know more about us than, than we really want them to know. But that's what's going on. They, they know our buying profile so much that now 
Now they can project it onto your big screen or whatever smart type of TV that you have. You know that they were doing it to you on the computer. You know they do it to you on your smart telephone. But now, now right there in the television, somebody was thinking, hmm, I need to get something extra for the Christmas turkey. Bingo. It's going to be there. This is this is 2023. This is where we're at right now. I I was dumbfounded when my son told me. I remember we were sitting around uh, the, the blended family, as it's called now. We were sitting around, and uh, the son, the youngest son, was was mentioning this, and we were we were ooing and eyeing at the at the fact that this would be going down. And then actually watching it yesterday, you know, I I wonder how well Amazon was able to do because of the game. Because of the game. The game was was a was a it was a blowout. The Dolphins manhandled the New York Jets. So I, I I'm wondering how many people actually stayed with the game. And to me that's the make or break for Amazon in in their Experiment into our living room on Friday afternoon. Unbelievable. 508-996-0500. Adam has an update. Jim has what's coming up on Town Square Sunday when we come back on the program. Back to Brian's Beat. Join the show by calling 508-996-0500. New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. The biggest problem most people have with prescription drugs is cost. The price. If, if you're paying more than $20 per month, you could do better. Since my stroke, here's a little story for you. Since my stroke... I've become a walking pharmacy, which means copay, copay, copay. With my new plan, I get my meds for one small monthly pharmacy fee. If you're paying more than $20 per month, you could get all of the same meds for a lot less. See for yourself at monthlyfeepharmacy.com. Monthlyfeepharmacy.com. At least my bank account doesn't know. I'm still a walking pharmacy. 508-996-0500 is how you get on to the program today. And before I uh, go to your calls, just uh, one other thing I want to quickly bring up, if you are willing to discuss. Did you see President Biden on television from Nantucket yesterday? He came out to give a little bit of a speech in regards to the what I call the swap uh, that was going on between Hamas and Israel. The president and, and NBC, because that's who I happened to be watching on on Saturday, NBC, they were making it sound like. The White House, in particular, the president and all the president's men and women had a lot to do with the negotiations. Bottom line, at least the way I'm hearing it, 
that just ain't so. They are apprised of what's going on. But because, and if you listen to the president, the way he was speaking yesterday, you can get an idea of why Hamas is not listening to uh, to the president as much. You know, they're listening to a lot of people, but they didn't need the United States sitting down there at that table. Qatar, Egypt, Turkey, France, there, there are a whole bunch of other company uh, countries involved. The United States, yes, involved, but a very minor, minor player. All right, uh, just wanted to bring that up, and we can certainly talk about it if you are so inclined. 508-996-0500 is how you get onto the program. Hello. Brian? Brian. Your signal is terrible. People are listening to all over the city of New Bedford. Doesn't anybody know it? Thank you for letting me know. I'm surprised nobody knows these things. Thank you for letting me know. You're welcome. I mean, this is awful. I can't barely make you out. It's staticky. It's choppy. I sound better on the phone, don't I? You sound wonderful on the phone, as always, Brian. But really, how come? (laughs) You're asking asking a question that I do not have an answer to. These things are not being made aware of right away. I will certainly get the word out now that you've let me know. Okay, Brian. All right. Thank you. I'll, I'll do it during the news. Okay. But I do appreciate the call. Anytime. All right. Have a great Just one. I wanted to let you know with the, uh, on behalf of all of your listeners. Thank you. I do appreciate it. 508-996-0500. I did not know. I am glad to now know. And let's try to take care of that as soon as we can. Let's go over to Studio 6 and 7 eighths, and I'll try to take care of it as quick as I can. Adam's got an update for us, the Bad Bass update. Thank you, Brian. Here are some of the national stories we are following. Authorities in Israel say 14 hostages held by Hamas are set to be released today. The hostages who were kidnapped in the October 7th attacks on southern Israel are said to include children younger than 14 years old. The release of the hostages comes after a deal was brokered by the United States, Qatar, Israel, and Hamas that would pause the fighting in Gaza in exchange for said hostages. Derek Chauvin, the police officer convicted in the murder of George Floyd back in 2020, was stabbed in prison on Friday. The Associated Press reports that Chauvin was assaulted by an inmate at the Tucson facility that currently holds him. The Bureau said in a release that no employees were injured during the incident and that Chauvin is in stable condition. Russia launched a massive drone attack on Ukraine on Saturday, one of the largest drone attacks that has occurred throughout the war between the two countries that began in 2022. CNN reports Ukraine intercepted air missiles, 71 of those drones being the vast majority of drones in Kiev region. According to Ukrainian officials, this is the fourth drone attack this month. A massive fire broke out in Pawtucket this Thanksgiving. WPRI reports that firefighters were called to the ABC Supply Company, Incorporated, on Beverage Hill Avenue at around 2.30 p.m., where flames caused the metal structure of the building to collapse. Firefighters from Pawtucket, Providence, and Lincoln were all present at the scene to put out the fire. An investigation is currently underway to determine said cause of the fire. 
And Dean Phillips, the Minnesota congressman who was challenging President Biden for the Democratic nomination for president, said he would not seek re-election to his seat next year. Phillips represents the 3rd Congressional District of Minnesota, which contains the suburbs of Hennepin and Annika counties to the west, south, and north of Minneapolis. Phillips was first elected to the seat in 2018 when he defeated incumbent Republican Eric Paulson. And in sports, the New England Patriots are going up against the New York Giants tomorrow at 1 o'clock p.m. sharp. And here's your weather forecast. Right now, it is currently 27 degrees in New Bedford, a cold, cold day. But that's going to warm up just a little bit today. 39 degrees is our maximum temperature, colder with clouds and sun. Tonight's forecast, 27 degrees, partly cloudy. And tomorrow's forecast, 48 degrees with some sun, and then it's going to turn cloudy. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM. And get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Adam, thank you very much. Let's head over to Studio 6 and 7 eighths and 2 tenths. That is where Jim Phillips has the latest edition of Town Square Sunday. Good morning to you, Jim. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, everyone. Here's what's happening this week. On Town Square Sunday, there's a new performing arts center on the South Coast, the Shepherd Center for the Performing Arts, located at 34 Center Street in Fairhaven. We'll chat with Brian Knight, the center president, about its mission and goals for the future. Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light stops by with more reporting on the UMass Dartmouth decision to close its Star Store campus in downtown New Bedford. And New Bedford Ballet is gearing up for its annual New England Nutcracker performances December 9th at Keith Middle School. We'll have details. I'm Jim Phillips. Join me for Town Square Sunday, Sunday morning at 6 on 1420 WBSM and 99.5 FM. Thanks, Jim. Saturday morning, the sun is out. It's very chilly, though. So uh, drive carefully if you're going to the mall, maybe to do a little early shopping. But today is also Small Business Saturday. I wonder if anybody's taking crypto today. Which means it is time for the Bitcoin biz barometer, where we measure the universal crypto marketplace. Ah, a, a mixed bag today. Mixed bag today. Bitcoin is up over $1,400 from last Saturday at this time, coming in at $36,427. Ethereum is up, uh, let's see, 154 bucks, coming in at 2089 Binance Coin is down 7 coming in at 235 this morning. XRP at $0.62, cents, that's up 3 pennies from last Saturday. Solana is at 58 up $2. Cardano up $0.04 cents at $0.39. Cents. And Dogecoin rounding out the top seven at $0.07 cents down a penny. That's your Bitcoin biz barometer for today, November 25th, 2023. Wow. We're almost through November already. Uh, the Bitcoin Biz Barometer, as always, brought to you by CoinMarketCap.com. When you absolutely need those numbers up to the split second, 
go to coinmarketcap.com. Earlier, we, we heard from a caller who had mentioned that uh, our sound did not sound too well. Another caller called during Adam's update and stated that if you listen on the FM or at least where he was listening from in South Dartmouth, it was coming in crystal clear. My guess is we, we have a mixed bag going, but uh, for those that are listening on AM 1420, you may want to try listening either through the WBSM app or WBSM.com or to our FM signal at 99.5 FM. Just a thought that I'd throw it out there to you. Otherwise, 508 996 Today is day two of the hostage for detainee swap that's going on between Hamas and Israel. Now, if you watched, uh, as I did the other day, NBC, and then I did some some other quick searching on the on the internet, NBC consistently stated let me back off of that scratch that nbc when they did state anything to do about what israel was forking over they always mentioned prisoners they always mentioned prisoners when i was watching on a couple of british uh, news channels they differentiated between prisoners and detainees. So you might say, well, what's the difference? A prisoner is someone that has been found guilty of a said crime. A detainee is someone who hasn't been charged. The folks that were released yesterday, to my knowledge, I could be wrong about this, but from what I'm hearing, released by by Israel, were detainees. They were women. They were children. They hadn't gone through a court process. The question should be, uh, some of these people had been detained eight years. Can you imagine being detained for eight years with, without going through a criminal trial process? This is just some of the stuff that's been going on that... We don't really hear that much about. Now, as far as the swap meet today is concerned, again, these are the numbers that I believe we heard from ABC News. I, I believe that's uh, when I wrote these down. Hamas is supposed to be releasing 14 hostages. Israel is supposed to be releasing 41 prisoners. I don't know if they're all prisoners. Or if there's a mix between prisoner and detainee. But according to, and I believe it was ABC that I was listening to, Hamas is set to release or supposed to release 14 hostages today. Israel, 41. 41 um, prisoners, as was stated. And that's close enough to the to the three-to-one swap that it's supposed to be. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, why isn't it one-for-one? 
Well, Hamas was not interested in a one-for-one swap. Israel would have done a one-for-one swap, but the the numbers are are so lopsided, uh, Hamas was not interested in going down that particular road. And one of the things that has become at least evident to me is that for the longest time, Israel was stating that they would not do a ceasefire. That there was no negotiating. Well, this is day two of a ceasefire. And a, a they had to negotiate the ceasefire and they're, and they're negotiating to maybe extend uh, what is a four-day ceasefire uh, even longer. But what I, I, I don't want to try to change your mind because many people are, you know, they, they are hardened one way or the other. I am just going to request that you listen to the different or watch the different reports. If you are constantly here or when they, I, I can't say it like that. Even I fall fall into the trap every once in a while. But when you hear what Israel is giving up, see if they use the term detainee at all. If they're constantly saying prisoners, then ask the question, were they all afforded a trial to become a prisoner as opposed to being a detainee? Because saying prisoner gives the impression that these folks really committed a crime and they were found guilty of said crime. I don't want to say that throwing a rock isn't a crime, but chances are Israel isn't going to go through the whole judicial process because some kids were throwing rocks. Yesterday, President Biden mentioned that he didn't trust Hamas. All they respond to is pressure. I don't know what the Biden administration is doing. They, they're not conferring with me. But somehow, some way, the two sides had to come to the two sides, excuse me, Hamas and Israel had to come up with some type of an agreement to sit down at the table. If you listen to President Biden and his speech yesterday, you can't sit there and think that Uncle Joe is not showing any type of bias. There's no way that you could come away from from listening to that speech and think that he didn't have any kind of bias. There was a one point where he stated that 
Israel has a legitimate reason to want to get rid of Hamas. And you might agree with that. I'm not trying to argue whether you agree that Israel does or does not. But the mere fact that the president said that out of his own mouth with all the cameras on him takes away any any chance that Hamas wants to really take at face value anything that he has to say. So here it is the second day and it looks like the the players here Israel Hamas they are at least at this particular time complying with the ceasefire allowing him humanitarian aid to come in and i i don't know who's working on whatever type of an agreement to whether it be a two state nation state solution or what i have been told such as to believe that turkey the nation of turkey not what we just had at thanksgiving turkey has a flotilla of 1,000 ships heading to Gaza. These are, these are not warships. These are supply ships to send supplies to Gaza to, to help in, in aiding the Palestinians. It is expected that somehow, some way, Israel will intercept that fortilla. Then what? What do you think happens? What what do you expect Israel to do? What do you think Turkey will or how Turkey will respond if they're stopped? And because we always think of home, What do you think the United States will do? In fact, I tend to believe Turkey expects Israel to try to stop the the, this 1000 ship caravan. I think they're more concerned or interested in what the United States will do, what the United States will say and do. Because, let's face it, when it when when it comes to politics, if you are a lefty, you don't believe anything coming out of the right's mouth. If you are a righty, you don't believe anything coming out of the left's mouth. So here you've got President Biden. You, you've got certain people that believe him. You've got other people that don't believe him. What do you think? the United States will do in this particular case. What happens if Israel stops 1,000 ships from making their way to bring relief supplies to Gaza? Yeah, I think they should should let them in. I mean, right now there's a ceasefire. 
let the supplies in. I, if if you think that you need to keep a, a an eagle eye to make sure that there are no weapons coming in, well, I, I get that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to say yeah you don't you don't want to let them in to then turn around and get annihilated down the road. But let the the release supplies in. You're going through a ceasefire right now. You may be able to work something out here because right now. In the eyes of the world, and I know the world, uh, to many people, ends in California and begins in Massachusetts. But in the eyes of the world, the real world, Israel is, is painted a huge black eye on themselves. On, on October 8, there were folks sympathizing with Israel. I was sympathizing with Israel. But now, you know, the the way that they um continuously shelled went after a hospital and and again, no verifiable proof that Hamas had uh, an operations going and 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 all these weapons uh that Israel showed, you know, that nothing linking uh, the pictures of the weapons to that hospital. That spells a lot. I mean, Israel is good at the propaganda game. You know what else they're good at? They're good at giving money to our our politicians in Washington. So here here's my guess going back, and this is my guess. Don't want to pin it on anybody else. But here's my guess. That if, if the White House seems to back down from anything that Israel is doing as far as this 1,000-ship caravan from Turkey is concerned. That's the money talking. That's, that's the money talking. And you can then turn around and say, well, our politicians are bought or they're not. You know, you, 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 I'll let you size it up for yourself. But that's the way we have to look. That's the way I'm looking at it. If the Biden administration is not going to let supplies in and then listen to the words that the president says or whomever is going to be speaking uh, in the president's that listen to the words that they state. All right. This is supposed to be 1000 peace ships. Now, I'm here. I haven't. Check the the cargo bays of any of those ships. I can pretty much guess that nobody around here and probably nobody in Washington, D.C., maybe not even the CIA or whomever, have had a chance to inspect any of those ships. So if you're starting to hear stuff about, well, they have weapons on those ships, then, then at least ask the question, how do you know? Instead of taking it at face value, one of the problems we have here in the United States, we tend to just take things at face value and then, ooh, ooh, and Afghanistan happens. Brian's Beat, New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. Oh, 
you're shopping for a used vehicle, go where they always keep things easy. Cottage Street Motors. They're ready to get you in a great vehicle with guaranteed no interest financing and just a pocket-sized down payment. Plus, Cottage Street Motors stands behind every sale with a 30-day warranty. Get your next vehicle from the neighborhood dealer that knows how to treat you right because they're the people pleasers. Cottage Street Motors, 589 Cottage Street, New Bedford. You already know Precision Window and Kitchen in New Bedford as the folks to call for all your window replacement and kitchen remodel needs. But did you know they also offer roofing services? As the winter weather approaches, if your roof has experienced weather damage, shingle deterioration is over 20 years old, or you just want to improve energy efficiency, call Precision Window and Kitchen to see how they can help. Your roof protects more than just your home's interior. It also protects your investment in your home, and most importantly, it protects your family. Make sure your roof is replaced with Precision. Precision Window and Kitchen. Visit them online at precisionwindowandkitchen.com. Hi, this is Joe Cordell of Cordell and Cordell. The holiday season should remind us that faith and family are the most important things in life, and we hope that you succeed in coming together this holiday season with those you love and in the process creating some generational memories. Holidays have this magical power to magnify small things to ever greater memories over time. What a return on investment. Happy holidays. Cordell and Cordell, serving clients with matters in Massachusetts. Office in Boston, 10 Cabot Road, Suite 210, Medford, Massachusetts, 02155, CordellCordell.com. A healthy weight, more energy, and smooth, regular bowel movements. Three things everyone strives for. It's me, Chuck Norris. There's one really important thing we don't talk about enough. Our health. Achy joints, digestive issues, weight gain, and fatigue. We're told these are normal signs of aging. So working with the team of health experts, we came up with Morning Kick. Morning Kick is a revolutionary formula combining 10 different supplements in one. Probiotics that help you lose weight. Prebiotics for digestion. Superfoods for muscles and joints. And several of the most powerful anti-aging supplements on earth. It'll help you feel youthful, energized, focused, and help manage stress. Anybody can achieve great health regardless of their age. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com. Use code SUPPORT or text SUPPORT to 511-511 and claim 40% off today. Every purchase comes with our 90-day money-back guarantee. Text SUPPORT to 511-511. Morning kick. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tax fees may apply. Don't miss the last days of Black Friday deals at Target. Save up to 50% on select tech and video games. Plus, save up to 40% on select small appliances, 40% off pajamas for the family, and so much more. And get free shipping when you spend $35 or use your red card at Target.com. But hurry, these Black Friday deals end Saturday. Get low prices and great Black Friday deals now, only at Target. Exclusions apply. Flagship Insurance, leading the way with sound, affordable insurance solutions. Located at Howland Place in New Bedford or online at FlagshipINS.com. Back to Brian's Beat. Join the show by calling 508-996-0500. New Bedford's news talk station, 1420 WBSM. We have a bad bass update coming up after ABC News at the top of the hour. Matt McDonald put this story out, I believe, on on Wednesday. Matt is with New Boston Post. Massachusetts. I, I have to read this off the phone, so pardon me. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Healy Administration recommends public colleges in Massachusetts join 
Abortion Provider Trade Association. Really? Again, I'm not trying to sit here and say no to abortion. But the Department of Public Health wants the state colleges and universities to get hooked up with a trade association dealing with with abortion? Really? The Massachusetts Department of Public Health is recommending public colleges and universities join a national trade association for abortion providers. How much is that going to cost, first of all? But uh, that aside, because you know how I pinch pennies when it comes to our tax dollars. It's one of the suggestions the state agency made in a 47-page blueprint made public Wednesday that is designed to help public schools of higher learning to take steps toward maximizing access to abortion services for their students by providing pregnant female students abortion pills or referrals for them. So you have to become a part of this network in order to do that? That would be just one of my questions to ask. Number two, these are supposed to be schools of higher learning. I would like to believe that a young woman who is going to college must have, you know, some type of acumen in order to get into college. And if she decides she wants to go down the abortion road, she would be smart enough upstairs to figure out proper steps to take without having to step into the college infirmary. And if you do go to the college infirmary, is that what you want your school tuition and fees money going toward? Abortion pills? You let me know. But this is something that Governor Healy is designing and setting up. I'm not trying to talk down the abortion pill. What I am trying to illuminate here is the fact that folks are thinking that, well, we should just introduce this into into the college campuses. So now you can simply go to BCC. And if you happen to get pregnant, you can go to the infirmary or or the health clinic. I guess that would be up on the Fall River campus and let them help you make this decision. I, I again, I, this is this is a little bit too much for me. The document, you know, that 47-page document that I was talking about before, it has a name. It's called Medication Abortion Toolkit 
for public colleges and universities. Yeah, toolkit. Medication, abortion, toolkit for public colleges and universities is designed to assist public colleges in Massachusetts in preparing medication abortion readiness plans. Really? Again, you, you, and you have to join and associate. You, you got to figure the association has to have some type of fee. Don't we just want the kids to go to school to learn ABCs, one, two, threes, and whatever excess that would be, like biology and psychology? But now they can also learn about medication abortion simply by going to the to the laboratory. Adam is up after ABC.